Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to lesson 16 of the Making It Pod Course. Tell your story. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can clarify and tell your brand story in a way that speaks to your ideal customer. I've got a quote to start off from Cassandra Pons of Lazy Girl Lingerie, and she says, Marketing is something that I was so mystified by when I started my label, but now that I've made such an effort to learn about it, I find it really fascinating and enjoy it. I struggle finding time to do all the things I want to do and prioritizing what I realistically can do in a day, but I really enjoy the process of marketing and building the story of my brand. When you get clear about marketing being telling the story of your brand, it makes things so much easier. By telling your story, of course, I don't necessarily mean your personal story, because I know there are a lot of people like, I don't feel comfortable putting myself online. I don't feel comfortable with putting uh, my photo or my uh, background or even my full name in some cases online Uh, or my, you know, photos of my kids or whatever. And that's fine. You don't have to, you know, I think, and I will always support being open about who you actually are and, and, and showing a photo, at least one photo of yourself, because, you know, at the end of the day, people do connect with other people. And by humanizing yourself in that way, especially in this space, in this handmade business space, it is all about the connections between actual people, isn't it? So by doing that, you will make it easier for people to connect with you emotionally but you don't have to. But what you do have to do is tell the story of your brand. So you need to create a story or elucidate your story in a way that people can fall in love with. So before we kind of go into this a little bit more, I want you to think for a minute about the makers that you follow on Instagram, for example. Why do you follow them? Uh, Why do you enjoy their feeds? What is it about them that you connect with? And expand it beyond that. Think about other uh, businesses or brands or whatever it might be. Um, These days, I guess, you know, we say we're all a TM, personal brand, aren't we? The people who you follow who might be in other industries, why do you follow them? What is it about them? I bet it's that you uh, find them appealing in some way. 
whether it's makers and you love their work and their style or it's people and you love their personality or their story it's a it's an emotional thing it's a, it's a thing we connect with and I talked a bit about this yesterday so I won't go into too much depth about it but it is an emotional connection with these people and that is what you are also trying to foster is creating a story that people can emotionally connect with so you know is it the photos that you love is it the stories that they write along those side those photos is it more one or the other do you still follow blogs uh, you know what is it about them so blogging or microblogging, which is basically what instagram is these days it's one powerful way to tell your story you know visuals and video are another way to tell your story and we'll talk about that in a future lesson so i won't go into too much depth about that now but what it comes down to at the end of the day is people care about people and stories stories are the lifeblood of our culture they're the ancient lifeblood of our culture they are how we have shared knowledge and wisdom throughout all of human history stories are powerful things so by crafting a story around your brand and telling that story consistently you create something powerful as well a brand that has a story will be eminently more powerful than a brand that doesn't and this is why when you go back way back and talk about if you've heard me talk about um, your business in the past you know why you shouldn't just have a hodgepodge of, of items in your store don't just make whatever you want and chuck it up in there that's what a hobbyist does because it's not about the person buying it it's about them and what they want to create when you create a brand when you create a business it has to have coherence it has to fit together your style has to somehow become iconic so that's something that you need to work on if it's not something you feel you already have looking at how you can do that i mean and it takes time again like everything i look at ethereal my my jewelry business it took me a couple of years of experimentation and development and failure <laughs> to work out a brand that actually fit because the business was evolving and I was evolving as a maker and as an artisan my skills were evolving what I enjoyed evolved and it actually came to the point about was it four years in something like that where I removed a huge chunk of products i had i think it was like two-thirds of my product line i culled because i realized that i was doing myself a disservice by having way too much disparate stuff in my shop sure it was all silver but it was all sorts of different things i had all sorts of different you know beads and materials and colors and gemstones and it was kind of a bit of a, a bit of a hodgepodge and i decided well what does my brand really stand for silver simplicity that's my tagline and that's what it comes down to i make simple classical timeless modern sterling silver designs that will last for you know that will stylistically last forever and that are very minimalist and simple and i removed anything that didn't fit with that and it was scary it was scary as heck because i was you know effectively getting rid of like 200 something products or more i can't quite remember now that i'd put time and effort into you know i'd, I'd made them i'd photographed them i've listed them I'm, i've probably i probably sold a lot of them over time but most of them weren't selling you know regularly I, I looked at what was selling and it was consistently a small subset of my product line that fit with this branding of silver simplicity 
So I got rid of all the stuff that didn't fit with that. And there's still actually probably a lot of stuff in my shop that doesn't sell regularly, but because it fits the brand aesthetic, I'm happy to keep it there. But but at the end of the day, I think like five to 10% of my products are the ones that really make us a living. They're the ones that sell over and over again and that people keep coming back to. Well, new people, it's not the same people, it's new people keep finding and keep buying. So it's that old sort of Pareto principle, 20% of the things will give you 80% of the, the reward or result. And that's kind of how it works with my brand at least. So, you know, that was scary, but it was powerful. When I did that and then I looked at my shop, I just felt, oh yeah, like it made such a huge difference to my brand and my story and it made it I just felt so much better about my business when I got that done so that is making those choices can be difficult I understand and it's okay to not know which way to go in the beginning it's okay if you don't know exactly what your brand stands for just this is again I'll say just start open a shop open an Etsy shop whatever chuck it all in there and then figure out as you go. It doesn't have to be perfect or right at the beginning. And it probably won't be. And that's okay. This stuff is an evolution. Don't wait until you've got it all perfect to start. Because you'll never start. Start and figure it out as you go. And tweak it. And narrow it down. And keep working on it. And you'll find over time it will get clearer. That, that you know the dross will fall away. And the the gemstones will rise the t- rise and you will find what your business and your brand story is all about but of course you there's two ways of doing this there is the unconscious evolutionarily natural way or there's the conscious way and what i'm encouraging you to do is the conscious way which is when you actually critically look and make decisions and think about these things uh, and that will help your brand become clearer sooner and help your business grow faster So last, you know, like I said last week, you don't want to be a commodity. People don't care about commodities. They look for the cheapest one and buy it. You want to be a brand. And as you become, and you become a brand by telling this story visually and via the written and spoken word that people can connect you on an emotional level. So I, this really hit home for me many years ago now when I read a book called The Story of Telling by Bernadette Jiwa. I recommend that if you want more on this topic. And she, she tells a whole bunch of stories about brands that have told a really powerful story about themselves and how that made their businesses thrive. Uh, and from this, I made a huge difference, um, a huge change, I should say, in my business. And we're going to be talking a bit about this later, but talking to your customers, how to talk to your customers, how to tell the story, how to communicate with them, I changed that. So whenever I sold something, I would, at this point in time, which was five or six years ago now, I was already sending a little thank you message to everybody who bought something from me. So I would, like, if somebody bought something on Etsy or on my website, I would then send them a separate, not just the, the automated message, a separate personal message saying thank you. And it was only a few lines long at this stage, nothing, nothing special. But then I read this book and I thought, you know what, I'm going to completely overhaul this message. I want to put everything into it that really tells the story of what our business is about, who we are and why it matters that this person has chosen us to buy from. So I created this um, email and it's about four or five paragraphs long. It is not short. It is not brief. Uh, And I I basically 
tell the story of our business and thank them. You know, I say, thank you so much for, for buying a piece of our jewellery. It means that my husband and I, or, you know, we can, and our kitties can keep living the life we love, you know, making these handmade one-of-a-kind pieces for people all over the world. You know, you're not getting a stock piece. Every time we get an order, we make it for you and you alone, especially to your um, specifications. And thank you so much. I'm paraphrasing here. This is, I'm not reading it out loud exactly, but it's it's along these lines. You know, thank you so much. Your purchase is a ma- it makes such a difference to us. Thank you so much for choosing us because you could have chosen out of all the things you could have chosen in the world you chose to buy from us and that is incredibly special and we value that so thank you and then i go into detail about um you know when we wrap it up we'll it'll be on its journey from our hands to yours and you know we wrap it up like a gift and all of these sorts of things and i i crafted this whole big story about that and at first it felt a bit weird like i'm sending the, <laughs> i'm sending my customers this massive response uh when they buy something from me but you know what wow it made a huge difference beforehand i might have been getting a reply to that thank you email one out of every 20 sales now i get a reply at least half the time probably more than half the time i get a a reply from my customers going oh that's wow thank you you know that's so wonderful to hear we're so happy to have bought from you and be part of your your helping your business and supporting you and stuff like that and not only is that really powerful in creating a connection with my customers, which I love, but it's also really powerful because if at any stage in the future of this transaction there is a problem, I've already started out by creating a positive emotional connection with me and them. And then if problems do arise, it's much more likely that things will go smoothly and they will be understanding because I've explained who we are, what we're about, and they already feel like they have a positive connection with us. And it makes a huge difference. So something as simple as that, one thing, has made an enormous difference in how I relate and talk with my customers. So this is telling the story. This is just one of the many ways you can tell the story of your brand. And we'll talk about different ways to do that over the coming lessons. But that's remember that whenever you're doing anything to do with your marketing, just think about, am I telling the story of my brand right now to my ideal customer? So your action step for today is to write the story of your brand. Focus on why your customer would want to choose you. What makes you unique? And if you haven't listened to listened to yesterday's lesson, go do that now because I do talk a little bit more about this and I give you some further resources to help you if you want help working this out. But write the story of your brand. It can be, you know, you, this could be a blog post. It could go on your about page. It could go out as an Instagram message, uh, sorry, Instagram post. So, but at the end of the day, you've got to write it first. So if you want an example of this, of course, you can head over and check mine out, furiel.com. That's E-P-H. E-R-I-E-L-L.com. Look at our about page and it'll tell you, you know, see how I've crafted our story. Now, the way I've done it is the first part of it is customer focused. So I actually frame the story in a way that is talking about my customer or to my customer. And then I talk more about how our values re- relate to our work then I at the end say who we are you know the whole I'm just in Nick blah 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 we do this and that it, it so that's last so you you need to think about your customer talk to them first 
speak to them and the things they care about and then so on and so forth so a couple of further resources for this one head on over to wow we're going back in time now episode three of the create and throw podcast how to provide outstanding online customer service i believe i go into more detail about the whole story of telling uh, customer thing there oh, i think i have another p- podcast about that too uh, ethereal order processing i can't remember which number that is but go have a look um, on the podcast page on create and thrive and look for that one behind the scenes ethereal order processing and i think i talk a bit about that in that, that episode as well and in the uh, thriver circle there is a workshop on pr so public relations how to get featured in pr publications and again pr is all about telling your story so if you want to actually get your story into you know blogs and magazines and other places um other sort of media that workshop will help you to figure out how to do that thanks again for being with me for another lesson of the making it podcast i'm just van den and i'll be back again tomorrow with the next module in our marketing series bye for today thanks for joining me for the making it podcast if you're enjoying the show i would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on facebook and instagram Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving and goodbye for now.